tonight I'm going to be discussing a topic on the glorious church and uh, this is not something that I put together. I found somebody who had listed 30 points on how they saw the new glorious church to be. And when I went through this, I actually thought it was a very interesting thing. Some of the points, at least 90% of them, I really do agree with. And I, I want to go through these points quickly with you. And it's going to be far too much for you to sit down and page. So I'm going to just read scripture as we go. Alright, because it's 30 odd of them that I need to get through. So just write down and or just get the recording afterwards. But what I want us to do is this, is often... People have said to me, this church that is so powerful that is going to move the nations, what is it going to look like? And I mean, I've literally been in meetings now where the guys have been discussing the future church and the future look of the church for five years plus. Every Monday night, the men get together and they discuss this and they still haven't come to a conclusion. My issue is just go to the Bible, slam it together and say, this is what God expects the church to do and that's what you should be looking at. So anyway, so let's just quickly go through these points and then you're going to see that this is going to be very interesting. Some of them, we are way off the mark and God's going to have to do some miracles to get us back on track here. And some of them, we're already starting to move in that direction. Number one is they were in one accord in one place. Alright, when the day, Acts 2.1, it says, when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all in one accord in one place. And this, I believe, is, is that we are going to see specific uh, outpourings or breakouts of revival where there are groups of people who actually start getting into unity. Where groups really get into unity, God is going to start moving. Because the Bible says, where there is unity, I command a blessing. Okay, so God commands the blessing to start flowing when people are in unity. So I really believe that that's one of the major keys. And you know what the problem is today? Most people in the church just come for an... Um for a service or a sermon or something and they go home. It's not an issue of genuinely being in unity with what's going on. Saying, guys, let's stand together, let's have this thing going. That's why it's important that churches specifically give their assignment. This is what we are for. That unity comes in, the power of God can start moving. So I So, genuine, I mean, you hear the petty stuff. So that is not unity. That is still babes. And I believe that if we can get this thing in place, God's going to start moving out in supernatural power. See, soon as... And this is what I really excited about, even though the guy... But when we needed to fight, we were in unity, pal. There was not like messing around. I don't care what chair you, you sit on and whatever else. Okay? It's genuinely, we are here to fight a battle, or we come into agreement, and that thing starts happening. All right, number two, every nation in all flesh, Acts 2, 5 and 17, it says, And they were dwelling in Jerusalem, Jews, devout men, from every nation under heaven. And it came to pass in the last days, God says, I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh. So let me tell you something, that every single nation in this, on this continent, on this globe, and the world, is going to experience the Holy Spirit outpouring somewhere. Because God says every nation is going to experience the outpouring. So don't sit down and think it's only going to be, you know, the guys, uh, I don't know, who support Israel. You understand? Even the guys that don't support Israel, somewhere in there there's a guy whose heart is right, they're in unity and loves the Lord, and God is going to pour out His anointing there. We're going to hear about revivals and... 
point. I mean, it's really exciting. Like some reports have come back from Russia and China. And now these countries that you don't think much is happening. Man, you look really going on. There is major revival happening. Okay, so the countries that we think it should be happening, what is that? All right, number three. Sons and daughters in the entire household are going to get born again. It says, uh, Acts 2.17, your sons and your daughters, Acts 16.15. And when she and her household were baptized, Acts 16.33-34, having believed in God and all his household, entire households are going to start getting born again. Not one or two people. The whole lot is going to spiritify God and the whole lot is going to get born again. Now, we're not seeing that yet. If not your household here, there's one or two people still getting born again. I really believe that as the church starts to be reaching towns and area, I promise you the atmosphere is going to change, that entire household will say, we need to serve God. As for me and my house, everybody gets saved, everybody gets water baptized together, and we'll see how God is going to start moving. So these are some of the things that we can start looking for, if we, as you know that it's not there. Dreams, visions, and plans is number four. It says, your young men shall see visions, your old men shall dream dreams, Acts 2.17. Acts 10.3. And he saw clearly in a vision an angel of God. Acts 10.9-10. Uh, he fell into a trance. Acts 16.9-10. And a vision appeared to fall in the night. In other words, we are going to see the prophetic preaching very, very strongly in this season. You are going to see the prophetic, the kids are going to dream stuff and see things. It's going to be normal for kids to go, Mommy, I saw this last night, or I dreamt this last night. The young men are going to stand up and prophesy. They're going to sit down and say, This is what's happened, you know. Old men are going to dream the dreams and they're going to be prophetic things. They're going to sit down and say, Listen, I dreamt this about this person, he's afraid, or whatever it is. And we are going to see a tremendous increase in the prophetic. And now God's going to start moving. And people are literally going to go into trances that you're going to sit down and they're going to be stuck there and as God is healing with it. And I just like, what is that woman who got stuck for three days? Mary, what is your name? Can you remember? Anyway, uh, there's some woman who got stuck. All right, number five. Signs and wonders in the heavens and on the earth. This is going to be an interesting one. Acts 2, 19 to 20, it says, I saw wonders in heaven above and signs in earth beneath. Okay? There will be physical signs in the heavenly, not just miracles, but physical things that are going to start taking place. That people are going to sit down and go, I saw that. Now you see, we as Christians have got so many things, and we're not expecting that to happen. But if you believe in Acts chapter 2, I mean, that was just after I came to the Holy Spirit. There were signs in the heavens, there were signs in the earth that the people could not explain. This UFO idea is going to be normal in the church. We're going to sit down and say, listen, there was a sign over that thing, over that area. And it could be with the guys are praying, you know, sometimes when the church is on fire. I mean, literally, at, you know, when Robin was in the midst of his meeting, they literally sent the fire brigade out. Because they said the place was burning, but there was no smoke. How's that? I mean, they physically come to church. And then they come inside and there's no fire inside, but the guy outside and they can see the flame. Physically, everybody can see and the other time they sent everybody out because they thought there was no suicide. There's so many people that it couldn't pray for the people so they lined them up outside and everybody was under the fire. The whole party was full. So they phoned the guys and said, there's a mass suicide. So what I'm saying is we're going to see the power of God demonstrate like that everywhere. In our streets, in wherever it is. And remember, this is not about a certain person big shot running around. 
it is the body of Christ carrying this anointing so much that wherever we go, we are going to see yeah. Number six, salvation and the harvest. It says, Acts 2, 21-21, Whoever calls in the name of the Lord shall be saved. There's going to be a mass salvation right across the town. Now, a lot of people don't think that this is going to happen. Let me tell you something. There's one scripture that points to this. I'm going to write it down. It's probably the most important one to me. And that is, there will be a fulfillment of all things. What does it mean? I want to see a fulfillment of prophecy and action, proper prophecy. A fulfillment of, you know, all of this operating, finding one operating properly. Jesus says you're going to do great When am I going to see that? I want to see a manifestation of the fullness of victory. We see victory there. I 
signs are done through the apostles. All right, there was an easy for creation miracle as the church walked in power. When we start walking in power, we're not just talking about a heaven disappears. We are talking about a creative miracle that God doesn't have an arm coming as an arm. In case something, you have three or four motions happening in your time. That's documented that they can't dispute. Then they're going to go, listen, there's something there that there's an issue. That's why I love it when, when people the triple window. Then they go and they go to the king and they go, okay, we can't dispute the fact that this guy can walk. We knew he couldn't walk before. So the council's going, we can't fight this because this is real. We just don't like him. And then they ban him from speaking about Jesus. Remember? He didn't last very long. So what I'm saying is this, is we need to see a church of power. We need to see a church with supernatural ability. How are we going to start doing to this? We have got to sit down and start having a job. I'm telling you now, all of these points are what are what directly to do with our hunger or our desire if we, whether we are not, whether or not, we are going to push in on it. The problem is, we are too lazy to push in on this thing because the world is keeping us too busy. We are busy with the world thing instead of saying, God, we are going to push in and get the power of God that is going to change the world thing in Okay. So there's an increase of creative miracles. Listen to this one, number 10. There is a holy fear. This is the one that is like totally gone out of the church because of this new grace teaching. You can do what you want, God's just going to love you anyway, okay? Listen, there's a holy fear. Excuse me, Acts 2 43. When fear came upon every soul, there wasn't one of that didn't fear God after that. When fear came on everybody, everybody knew God was in the house. Let me tell you something, you want to know where God is, you're going to have fear. When the first oak dies in church, it's because you're lying. I told you, that'll pick up the church quite quick. It's like, hey, don't mess with this. Especially when the pastor stands up and says, listen, you lie. Fix your wife. Come on. And when it happens once, it's bad. When it happens twice, you know, you come with it. You don't want that pastor to call you out after that. I promise you, in today's church, you probably will have a church in it. I'm not joking. I'm being dead serious. If you did that today in church, there would be pandemonium. But I'm telling you right now, there has to be a fear of God. Say, God, you are God. I'm not playing games. I'm genuinely submitting to you. I respect you. And I'm not taking you as my friend. Number 11, there's divine favor. Acts 2.47, praising God and having favor with all people. There will be a divine favor placed on the church, not only with God, but with man. When that divine favor come into the church is when the church has got a solution for what they want. Come on. If the church doesn't give them a solution for what they need, they don't give you favor. They will give you favor when you sit down and heal their child. Come on. You go to a guy, let's say you've got the president or somebody. If you heal this child who's been sick and then dead, they sit down and go, okay, I'm going to give you favor. I want what you got. I'll respect what you have. How many times have we not heard missionaries going to a place? They go to the chief, they raise the chief's son from the dead or something, and the chief goes, okay, you can have a church. That is what divine favor is. But divine favor comes when there is power operating. When there's sign and wonder that that worldly guy goes, I don't know you, but I like you. 
Because there has to be a presence, there has to be something physically so that you could sit down. You're not going to wake up and go, oh, all of a sudden I like the church. Come on. The church of Jesus Christ in this nation has got a bad name. And the biggest reason for that is because we are following the American way. And the problem that we're doing with the American way through our TV, through our, you know, everything that we get, this influence we got, the Don't go and sit down and say, listen, let's all go sell our houses and properties and go into the pool, the pool and see who needs it. Okay? This was not a very clever move from this church at the moment. a thing of sitting down and saying, I want to take care of needs where I can. Where super- and I was there for 10 years. I don't even know this I've never seen that. don't even know the... I met the kids when they were in the church. I'll sit down at a meeting and say, listen, when are we going to get together? When are we going to invite me for supper? Never happened. Because the culture wasn't... I'm dead. to know our God starts coming. You come and have and check out.
I'm not joking. I'm just being moment. I'm afraid of Christmas 2512. Anyone in you? So anyway, I'm not joking. Old people come in here all the time. But they don't know that there are lots on the gate. You know, obviously the folks that open the gate and they still come here. Because if that lock wasn't on the gate, you got the code. So God is going to start bringing back relationships. He's going to start bringing back the people sitting together, saying, they're under prayer, whatever. Went to so many people. Said, "Listen, when I was in to some of the big churches, Come on. Number 14, it didn't get worse. Continuing with relationships. Not number one. Okay, you've been to the house. Continuing in fellowship. They continue in it. People find it very strange that I saw their friendship. foundation. God is wanting this. This is the real church. This is the real church. When we are sitting down and saying we are fellowshipping with one another. We are together. We try to plead to. That's why I have a philosophy. I told you. What? Don't come and cleanse me until you've made it. Jesus Christ on his side he got blood and water. Don't come and fix me until you start fixing. I sit down and fix you or two when I'm going through the archive. Don't fix me from the archive to come and fix me. I don't need you to tell me what's wrong. God should have fixed myself. Number 15. Is this helping you, brother? Operating in God given authority and power. Acts chapter 3, verse 6 it says, What I have, I give you. What has been given to me, I'm going to release it. There's a lot of guys walking around, not releasing that thing that they want to set them up. They fold it up in themselves, the battery is so charged that they never release any other part. Okay? The church will walk and operate in a God-given authority and power, and every single person will know it. Number 16, the church will be a place of wonder and amazement. Acts chapter 3 verse 10, they will say with wonder and amazement of what happened to it. Listen, God is restoring his wonder to the church. The world is about what on earth happened next. What's the one that is coming to the church? Wonder what happened. You know, Gideon, Ashmet, Ed, we were talking. You know, you know, 
Okay? They can say, what on earth has happened? It's a wonder, it's amazing. I'm amazing what happened at that funny bus. That is what needs to happen. There needs to be something on this that people look at that thing and go, listen, I really want to, want to be amazing. Number 17, proclaim the gospel with signs and wonders. Acts 4, 31 and 33, they were full of God of boldness, and with great power and apostles gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. In other words, there's going to be a supernatural boldness that's going to come into the church, and we're going to proclaim the gospel, and we are going to come there with signs and wonders following whatever we see. Number 18, there's going to be healing in the streets. Not in dirt. Like to start seeing it. The kids are missing. Why don't you go walk down? Everybody's got flu. Bring your What's happening? The community. We need to stop trusting. They didn't be told. It's old. It's stuck. Chapter 
39, the Spirit of the Lord caught Philip away. He walked. He just moved. It's a lot better. I'm getting and preach there and I'm back. How was your trip? No, lovely. Thank you very much. No, genuine. That's what they did. Yeah. We tried. Now, we want to. Okay, visions are the Lord Himself. From heaven. Will even be given to the deepest darkness. In other words, the place where you think that nothing can happen, Jesus Himself can reveal Himself. We are not. And uh, we were in Pretoria. 
and he came in his room beaming. And he was so excited. I said to him, what happened to you? He says, no, Jesus came to me the night and he sat in my bed and we chatted the whole night. And he, and he told me the whole story and everything that, that him and Jesus spoke about. He actually had an encounter with Jesus Christ in his room. Let me tell you something. Peter was to go from a dead day. Okay? Okay, because the Bible says I can. And secondly, I want to. I want to prove that I can. The Bible says I can prophesy, I've proven that. The Bible says I can do a lot of things. I've done a lot. Come on, let's be honest. One of the things that was very interesting, there's one guy, he's raising people from the dead. I think he raised something like 50 people from the dead, mistaken. He critical thing to the to the other pastors. He's using a pastor's You know, and uh, he says, uh, do not raise people from the dead in your local church. So he says, why not? He says, because everybody I raised from the dead in my church. They're all evil. Then the one person saying he's church. I took him out of heaven. <laughs> I was so mad that he, they were in heaven and now they come. They're mad with him. They go to know. Who heard the Holy Ghost fell on the same time? How do you like to have the entire life all on your child at once? And not because somebody said something, because power dropped out. This is what we are talking about when we say the glorious church. When you hear the word glorious church or end time church, these are the hopes we're talking about. You don't want to mess with the average hope. And an anointing. Deliverance. Sorry, 25. Supernatural deliverance with the activity of getting born again, getting delivered of the. Acts 12, 5 to 7. It says, Angel of the Lord stood by them, by him. And then a light shone in the prison, and his chains fell off his hands. The devil does not. That crowd. The one time the angel opened the door, the other time he took the chains off them. The angel rocks up and takes the chains off. Forty three says, "Off you go. Do what you're doing. You're doing a good job." That's what happened here. I want to tell you something: that nothing can stop your assignment when you have the power of God working on you. I said to you, Lord, I said that you are going to have as far as people have always. 
is money. Money is power. Alright? It's not. It's your words. Words can create. Anything creates is, is a higher power than, than titles. If you can can stop you. I'm telling you, in a nutshell, this is the new church. This is the church of Jesus Christ. When Jesus Christ comes back, He says, I'm looking for a church without spot or wrinkle or without blemish. I'm coming back to the church. He's not coming back to a church that's weak and oh God, just take us away this precious too much. He's coming from a church to say, listen, you are so powerful, you're causing havoc here, the Antichrist has to be exposed. Let me take you away. That's what you're going to see. You're not going to see a bunch of weaklings. You're going to see guys that are scared of Christians because of the sin in their lives. 26. Only God will get the glory. Acts 12.23 The Lord struck him because he did not give the glory to God. Listen. Can you imagine if the, and we see this so often in TV and these preachers. I did and I did that and the next second the angel strikes him dead on with this anointing it's going to come an accountability with this power it's going to come accountability God's not going to be mocked God's not going to be set up power and then you take the glory let me fasting and prayer. Alright? Acts 13.2 And they ministered to the Lord and fasted and the Holy Spirit said, they separate Barnabas People are fasting and praying and God is saying, I want this guy released. Now is his time. I want him to go. In 18, I command you in the name of Jesus to come out of her. And he came out of hour. Alright? unusual miracles Acts 19, 11, 12 now God worked unusual miracles by the hands of what is unusual come on it's not just uh, listen a miracle it's unusual miracles Then Ananias, hearing the words, fell down and breathed his last. So great fear came upon all that heard these things. Of course, targets killed in church, I'd also get fear. Ephesians 5.27 That he might present himself to this church, not having... I want to check. I 
I can see elements of this starting to happen. I'm with the kids. They are seeing more spiritual things than ever before. They are being much more sensitive to the spiritual things of God. Because adults... But I'm telling you right now, if we want to see the power of God move in our city, we have got to start pursuing after the... Practice praying for the sick. Practice praying for people. I want to tell you right now, we can see a move of God like we've never seen before. Way past anything that this city has seen before. So right now, what I want is, I want us just to pray. There's a lot of points, I know this is information overload for you, Oaks who are tired. Okay? But what I want us to do tonight is, I want us to pray and say, God, let us let us be part of this church that's going to make a difference in this city. Because I'm telling you right now, us can make a difference. Only the power of the Holy Spirit can change somebody's heart. And God can really do it. God can get a hold of somebody in the middle of the night and change their life forever. And it doesn't have to be because of you. But what you have done is you have created an atmosphere for God to move in that city. Let's pray.